welcome to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. I am super pumped to have my next guest on another Clubhouse Find. Bev Radley is doing some really, really great, amazing things. And it all started with a journey from within her family. So Bev, welcome to your next stop. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Yes, of course. Thank you. So can you share your quote with us? Yeah, my quote is be the change you want to see in the world by Gandhi. I love that. So mine is nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. And that's by Audrey Hepburn. It's just one of I came across it. And I was like, you know what, this is actually a really good one for this episode. So again, Bev, I can't wait to we dive into your story because it is a very what I know, I know a tiny, tiny bit because you guys know I don't like to know too much because I like to be surprised. So thank you for joining us today. Welcome to Your Next Stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to Your Next Stop. All right, Bev, so can you take us through a little bit of how you started Breakthrough from Within, which is your company, and give us a little bit of a journey so my listeners can hear your your journey? Yeah, so my journey started when my son was five. He was suggested to have a flower essence called Five Corners. It looks like little squids. (laughs) Okay, great. I had no idea what that was. So I went to learn and I trained with a guy in Australia called Ian White. Fortunately, he came to the UK and my journey started there. But the real push for my journey was the loss of my brother. He was very driven. He worked in a bank. He was did leadership. He was really, 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 really driven. And he died in my arms. Oh my gosh. He had cancer, but he wanted to get out of bed. And we found out previously that his last goal that he set on the Sunday was to get out of bed on Tuesday. And it was Tuesday. Oh, and you were there? That you I, were able I was to be there, there with, yeah, with the best man either side of him. And he got out of bed and it was like he leant forward and just took his body off like a coat. And we caught it. It had no weight to it. He was six foot six. Oh, my goodness. And he just left. The doctor came back in and kind of looked at us as if to say, what's going on? And I was like, well, he's not here. Yeah, that must have been very traumatic. It it was um, really traumatic, but also just unbelievable. You know, unless you were there, he'd fought cancer for four years and he'd had things taken out and all that kind of thing. But he rang me to say he thought he was going to die. So in a part that was special that you were able to be there. And so I'm sure seeing him suffer for four years was horrendous. Yes. And and to do kind of things, you know, um, but it didn't know what I know now. And a lot of what I want to do is to help people who are that go, go, go and don't know how to stop, you know, watching him in bed, typing on his computer. I'm like, you're in hospital. What are you doing? Right, right. (laughs) But not being able to let go. So my company is about finding that balance within that harmony within. That's beautiful. I'd given up a teaching job and he thought I was mad. Why did you give up a teaching job to do this? And then just before he died, he said, I wish I was as brave as you are to have done what you've done. Oh, 
that stuck with you. And I'm sure that made you want to continue it. So I just, I want to take you back when, so when you were talking about the five corners, cause I'm sure there's a lot of my listeners that don't know what that is. And I don't, but I, you did explain to me a little bit of what that was. So can you tell us what, so your five-year-old was going through, what was he going through? If you don't mind asking personal question, what he was going through and how you found that. Yeah. So flower essences are not essential oils. So they don't smell. They are vibrational energy. So you capture the energy of that flower in a bowl. It's a real ancient, they did it in Egypt. They used to collect dew off of flowers. So it's like a speedier version of that. It's quite tricky to pop out and collect dew off flowers in today's day sort of thing. But we we get it in a little bottle now. So, so it's a little bit easier sort of thing. And so it's for self-confidence. Yeah, like I say, it looks like little squids. <laughs> right, it does. And interestingly, I have it and I'm taking it right now. Um, oh, you are? So okay, it's still, right. so we're like 15 years later and it's still a really common one. It's a popular one. So what essences do is they help harmonize you with nature and with the planet and we're all nature inside and out but we've kind of got this sort of dissonance and so it's a bit like peeling an onion it kind of peels away things but it also helps you strengthen the positive aspects of yourself so it almost um, increases the frequency of the positive aspects which allows you to let go of the negative sounds really complicated. <laughs> no, that makes sense. But when you your your five year old was your son was going through some some stuff, and did you take him to a regular doctor or did you take him to a like? So in the UK, I feel like like I use a lot of homeopathy, and you know a lot of Americans, not that they don't use homeopathy, but they're more traditional me- medicine. So I do have an, a, you know, I don't know about flower essence, but I do know about homeopathy. Yeah. So she was kind of like, uh, uh, she was a naturopath. Um, she was a naturopath. So, yeah. Okay, got yeah. You. And yep. she sort of suggested that it would help because they didn't really know kind of what was going on for him. And they, you know, they knew his white blood cell count would raise and his iron count would reduce, but they couldn't really put their finger on it sort of thing. And he's also quite severely dyslexic. We have that in our family. (laughs) Yeah, um, but they wouldn't diagnose it. I was teaching there at the time, but they said he was too young. Um, And I think that misunderstanding, because he could see the others being able to do things and, and he couldn't understand why he couldn't do it. And so the self-esteem helped with that. But I mean, there's hundreds. I mean, Ian White, this, the Australian guy, he has 69. I now have my own set. So I was going to say, my... you make your, you make, yeah, you make your own. So take us through that a little bit. So, so you found this, so the doctor said, the, the naturopath said, this is what you want to take. So you found, you found yeah. it. You were going through, was this around the same time that your, your no, brother? No, this is way, way before. This is way before my brother um, was, was ill sort of thing. So uh, he would have been five. So a good, maybe five years earlier sort of thing. So I kind of meandered, did a bit of meandering on my journey sort of mm-hmm. thing. Right. Learning yeah, that, things. That makes sense. Yeah, because you wanted to be educated in doing what you were doing because you saw that this. So did the flower essence help your son? Yeah. And and also is. And then and I like to know like myself to like take it and understand. So I tried out on myself and out on friends and sort of just tinkered around the edges do you know what I mean but the changes that I was seeing I couldn't really explain but they were great and so then you kind of do more of things and understand more and I've trained with other people an amazing lady in Ireland who does the indigo essences so she makes hers out of she calls them rocks so crystals but she calls them rocks (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right, okay. So all of hers are, are made out of crystals. So they give structure. They give order. Like you have um, a quartz crystal in your watch and it, and it keeps a rhythm. So any kind of crystal essence would give you structure and order um, for things. So if you feel a bit out of sorts sort of thing. And she makes some fab ones. Happiness, chill, settle, love. And I use the love spray um, as one of the last things with my brother before I left. Um, I surrounded him in in love for his journey on. Right. That's beautiful. I mean, that's the thing. I'm fascinated. I don't know a lot about this. I actually don't know, but I understand it, if that makes sense, because I do use homeopathy. So I understand and I am big into understanding like and loving to learn this because I'm fascinated by it because I truly do believe it works. I know there's always naysayers, right? There's always people that are like, nope, it's traditional meds. But then there, you know, you, you see things that work, right? You see things that strengthen immune systems or help in different things. And it's like, okay, no, this is something this works. Yeah, I mean, in England, we're really, really tightly bound about what I'm allowed to say. And so we tend to do a lot to do with feelings. It's more about feelings. And if you break your arm, go to the hospital, get a pot on it. You know, that, that's right, right, not right. what I do. And I'm not advocating don't use, you know. Um, Traditional meds, right. Yeah, but why not support things sort of thing and and my wish for the future is that every house has a little set of bottles and that when their children leave for school they choose how they want to feel they choose the support they have and they put it in their water bottle and they go off oh, with uh, it so to I love that yeah stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor Hi, my name is Shari Hodis, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Can you take us through how you cre- how you create them? Is that is that yeah something yeah that, you know yeah, I can, uh, and and I mean it's quite interesting that um, so I've I've put mine into sets, but what's interesting is it's kind of like a journey. So my first sets are the grief ones. So the first ten essences, seven essences I made were all about grief, and I just did it very mechanically. Get the flowers, put them in the bowl of water. You sit with the bowl of water you pay attention you essentially kind of meditate with with uh, and things come through you either draw or paint I tend to write poetry or things like that and information kind of comes in apart from pear essence which just tells you to go away and that kind of messes with your head (laughs) because you're kind of like what (laughs) and that's a rescue remedy kind of thing it's for like support and it doesn't need any you know go away don't yeah. need you kind of right. thing I, and I know rescue remedy yes very yeah. well yeah. yeah so do you do you ingest it or do you like so how do you like or is it something that just you know goes and I know like some oils go in diffusers but you said it's not an oil so how yeah. is it how do you take it so you can put the little drops into water into water so it's like and, a and drink it in the morning yeah you can put it under your tongue. You can put it in a bowl and put it in a room. So if you've got a busy household and you'd quite like everyone to have a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um, or in an office or and they're great in diffusers. So you can put them in, in a diffuser, even with essential oils as well, if you want to. But I work with quite a few um, sensitive kids and essential oils are just too like 
over empowering for some of the kids that I work with so um so I don't you can put it in your shower gel you can put it in your bath what I usually teach people is a way of connecting with yourself like a kinesiology sway so they can ask themselves and they can check in and they they can get a yes or a no usually when you start you kind of very rule bound take it here do it there take it morning and night take it morning and night the more essences you take the more intuitive you become the easier you know and you you just get a feeling right that's so that's so interesting so like the homey the the um remedy i take and i can feel if like so i take mine every day but I, there was times where i i've taken it um every you know the 30 days or every 60 days it depends on you know what what's going on but it's funny that you said it because I feel like and I keep going back to that because that's what I know do you know what I'm saying but yeah, I, and, yeah. and I don't know essences but I would feel if it was ready like time for me to repeat my remedy and my children know like they take it as well my husband takes one as well my extended family we all now use homeopathy and as my kids were at a certain age it was really interesting to see I would know oh let me look at my calendar and it would always be within three days that it was time to repeat the remedy. And it was just like, I could just tell there was like an edge or something was off or they weren't sleeping as well, or they were a little bit cranky. And I was like, they got enough sleep there. They have eaten. What is it? And so my, like my husband who doesn't believe as much as I believe he goes back and forth, but he is on a remedy right now. If he's listening, he's gonna be like, thank you for sharing that with the world. (laughs) Um, But he will like, he used to joke at me. He'd be like, Oh, is it like, if anything would happen, I'd be like, Oh, it's remedy time. And he's like, sometimes people just are off, but I really believe that you can help that and not have people just off. Like I really do believe with essence, with essential oils, with homeopathy, you know, that you can. So he would always be like, Oh, is it time to repeat the remedy? You know, it was kind of like a joke in the house, but he did see it. And he would kind of like, you know, give me the, like the wink, like, okay, I do see it, but I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. maybe not say I'm it not gonna, Yeah. I'm not going to acknowledge it to you but uh oh I, <laughs> but I, I can think, say yeah but what I love is that hopefully the children that are coming through they're way more sensitive than than some of us sort of thing and way more intuitive that they will feel empowered to do things for themselves you know to know that you don't have to get stuck in a certain way yes you've experienced something that might have made you sad or unsettled and I'm not advocating get rid of all the emotions I'm not saying let's be happy clappy all the time because toxic positivity is is horrendous we can't be terrible right you know and it's okay to be sad let's let's give sad you know that's why the grief essence is the first grief essence is called cherub's tears and it's to allow the tears to fall that you've shoved down and ignored because we're very good at keeping on being busy that's our strategy isn't it be busy ignore it it'll go away it'll go away and i did a workshop with uh, Cheryl Richardson. I don't know if you know her. She's a fab lady from Canada, I think. I would have to look at because I'm terrible. I'm terrible with names. I'm really good with faces, but terrible. I'm, she's I'm got dis- lots of really brown hair sort of thing. And she's so lovely. She came over to the UK and I talked to her about grief um, and said, you know, what happens if you've waited and you've spent time and, you know, you've done all the right things sort of thing. And she said, if you take the time, you'll be able to help more people. Um, and she just said grief wait it does grief is grief is is tough and it is I always say to my kids whether it's big or small and that they always like roll their eyes but I say I'm like don't stuff it like you have to express it like I cannot stuff I am not a stuffer even if I wanted to be a stuffer I just I wear my emotions on my sleeve I've been like that since the day I was born 
but it really is important because when people stuff it, I always say to them, you stuff it, it's going to come out somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's what I normally say is, is something stops you. Often it's a, a backache, a broken leg or, you know, and I, and I remember um, teaching with um, a job share and she was a list person and a go, go, go sort of thing. And I was like, oh my God, you can't seriously maintain this. And she like rolled her eyes at me and I was like, oh, yeah, OK, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. And then I moved schools and six months later she had a she had to be in bed for six months on her back, oh. not allowed out at all. And I was like, oh, I thought perhaps she might trip over or something. I wasn't expecting right. that, but she was like, that was it. You know, and you have to then face it, don't you? And we don't necessarily have strategies that's what I like about the essences. So it doesn't mean you have to fish everything back out and regurgitate stuff. You know, you can take the essences. Some people take the essences in journal, you know, um, and I have some essences for um, miscarriage and stillbirth, um, but they're very special. And I, I do that in a, you know, very sort of special way. I've made one for a, a lady when she gets the memory box out, she takes it it's made specially oh, for her right. so that that time is supported you know and she can she can do that but it's it's amazing work but I need the other things too I, I couldn't just do the kind of grief but it's an honor it's an honor to be able to do that but the first ones were very you know do this do this do this so that was the first I did grief well, because that was close to your heart. So you were yeah, able to. Yeah. yeah. And I just did it mechanically, you know, do this, put these flowers in a bowl. Then you right. wait. The interesting thing is, is that when you move the bowl, it kind of looks like it's turned into like sherry or brandy. It's very strange. I'm not a scientist. I don't know how. I also have a fabulous dog who sits with me and when it's ready, it gets up and leaves. So I'm a huge dog person. What kind of dog is it? It's a black cockapoo. Oh, I love I So I have boxers. I love them. So, you know, I, I don't know if you if you haven't listened to this episode on my podcast, you have to because it is Catherine Camsey. She's uh, also on Clubhouse and she does something called fairyclub.love. And she has written a whole book series. And she's actually I think they're starting a, a show, but it's basically what you exactly what you said. It's all about children and, and emotions and, and being able to and she had a very tragic thing happen to her in her life that made her create this because she wants kids to have the outlet and be able to say, okay, this is how I want to feel. And she uses essential oils um, and other things. So I think it would be a really good connection for you guys for you to listen to that. And maybe you guys can collaborate and do something because when you were talking, it just reminded me so much of the episode when I was talking with her, just how you said you want kids to be able to say, this is what I want today and put it in your water bottle. And I just think it's a really special thing to give kids that power and that saying, you know, you can control things, right? We can control our emotions because we're not taught that and we're not taught. And, you know, I mean, I think there's, yes, parents do, because I, I know I talk to my kids about emotions all the time. I have two boys and a daughter and my sons sometimes are like, oh my God, mom, what, oh, what life lesson? lesson are you going to talk about now? Like, you know, sometimes they get really annoyed, but it's important because, you know, I had a friend that passed and um, it really hit me, like really, really hit me more than I thought it was going to hit me. And I thought I had dealt with it. She had dementia and she was 40. So she was really young. And so I thought, okay, I had said goodbye to her when she, you know, but, and, and then I watched her disintegrate basically, but I didn't realize when she did die, what it was going to do. And I still, I think about her every freaking day. I think about her every day. And some days, you know, I 
get a little, I get a little sad. So Catherine and I actually were talking about it because she had some really beautiful things that she does for grief. And so I just, it, you know, thought, and I was thinking of your brother when you were saying that too, like that, you know, I have all my siblings that just, that would be really difficult to lose someone. And, and we all know that at, at a time we are going to, right. That's, that is the circle of life. But if we can have tools to be able to help ourselves instead of self-medicating, instead of doing these other things, it's really important. So I love what you're doing. And can you tell everyone where they can find you? Do you ship around the world or? Yeah, Brexit is interesting for us at the moment. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I've sent unicorn essence to Israel. I've sent dragon lily a lot to America, which is quite interesting. And my second lot is elementals. So fairies and dragons. were the second set that I made. <laughs> so you have, you definitely have to get in touch with Catherine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what is, what, so, what is the one that you sent to America all the time? What is that one? It's called Dragon Lily. It's like a massive flower that's pollinated by um, flies. It smells of meat. <laughs> right. Oh, I was going to say, I thought I, I was like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Um, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> but that essence, the really funny thing about the essences is that they like stalk you. So that essence I met in Samos, the Greek island in Samos, I saw it growing and it's massive. It's literally like two foot tall, the flower and deep magenta. And I took a picture of it. And then years later, my friend messages me to say, I've got a dragon lily growing in the garden. And I took like a tiny little bowl to go and make it. And then I walked in, I'm like, oh my God, it's that flower. It's... (laughs) It's oh my gosh, haunting that, me. Right. Now, so what is that one for specifically? So that one connects heaven and earth. It connects the divine and, oh. and kind of it aligns things. So it was quite interesting that it was like last year that I was sending it a lot. Right. <laughs> and I assumed everybody was like knew each other, but they weren't. They were just finding it on Etsy. So I have um, breakthrough essences on Etsy. So interesting. So is that where, so you have an Etsy, uh, an Etsy shop? I have an Etsy shop or you can email me or I'm on Facebook or Instagram as breakthrough from within. I was going to say, we'll put that on our, you know, in, in our uh, show notes, but yeah, so it's breakthrough from within and that's, can you spell that? Cause Yes, like dyslexic here. Yeah, B R E A K T H R O U G H. So breakthrough from F O R F R O M um, W I T H I N. Breakthrough from within. But in on Etsy, you can't have breakthrough from within. It's got too many letters, so you have to have breakthrough essences. Okay, so um, okay, so, so breakthrough shorter, <laughs> right? Shorter. Okay, so perfect. Shorter. And then what is your email? Bev Radley B E V R A D L E Y at gmail.com. Well, that's amazing. So I love what you're doing. And I love that you found it first because of your son, you were like, okay, well, if this is helping, I want to figure out how, like how I can create this. So that's my next question. Do you have flowers growing everywhere? Yes. Um, and you'll love the story of this one. <laughs> so I have this plant, they appear in the garden, some of them, some of them are mine, and some of them just arrived. So this plant arrived and grew and then just got bigger and bigger. And I was just ignoring it because it was yellow and I don't like yellow. <laughs> and yellow is about self-esteem and, you know, and, and being brave. And, and I wasn't feeling that way at all sort of thing, you know. And it just kept getting bigger like a triffid, more and more flowers, more and more. And I was just like really ignoring it. And then I thought, oh, OK, all right. I'll... So I asked a friend. She didn't know what it was. I asked someone else. And then a friend came around and we've got like a hammock 
facing it. I'm sat on this hammock. My friend sat next to me and she says, why don't you ask it? And I looked at her and smiled. And then my phone, Siri, on my phone turned on. I did not say, hey, Siri. I turned on and it said, I'd rather not say Beverly. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So I have it and it's called anonymity. So I made it. It's one of the protection essences. So if you want to kind of feel protected and unseen, if you, you know, if you're always getting too much grief or you just want that little bit of like a, um, a mirrored protection, then I made it. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. So here's another question. So when you take an essence, is it one of those things that like you need to take it consistently for days and days for it to take effect? Or is it something that sometimes people can feel effect right away? It, it's really interesting depending on the person. I mean, I've given one lady one in each hand and watched her like energy come into her body. That right. really, really freaked me out. <laughs> right. I was I'm like, sure. whoa. She I'm just sure. like her eyes spark. It it really you know because some people leave their body to cope so you're here but energetically you're not you know and that's right. your way of coping and yeah I gave her I, I don't know why and that is what always makes me laugh sometimes is that the more I tune in and just follow without understanding why you know because I would normally give you an essence to, to hold it because for some people that's how they can pick right other people can't they need the words and they need to know what it does and they you know some people can pick it and hold it some people will hold it and give it your back and go no I don't like that right, right. that's often one they may need right right <laughs> but right. you kind of have to you know you kind of <laughs> have to work with the person because there's no point in giving them something that's called a firewalker you know that's gonna like blast through them because they'll stop taking it and it's not good. you can work that way if you want to but I right. much prefer to give someone like a little boat so that they can steer it but they're getting supported you know rather than just throw them in and say swim you know right um, I got it yeah um and and like I say, usually as we start working with someone, I will support and guide them. But my aim is to empower them. All of what I do is about empowering other people to to know what you need, to know what you want and to know how to support yourself. Um, hence, like me saying about a selection of bottles. So not me saying, take this, do this, do that. Me saying, OK, you know, here's the kinds of things that support you now you choose you know what do you need today what are you feeling that kind of thing I just feel is so you know this kind of like abdicating our power to someone else is something that we've been doing for perhaps too long you know yeah I'm not saying don't be supported and asking for help can be tricky for people, can't it? You know, yeah. but then the more you do it, the more that you kind of know and things tend to tail off. So you like you were saying, you'll you'll tail it off for a bit and then you'll be reminded of it or you'll put it in the drawer and then stop taking it. But then something will remind you and you'll open the drawer and retake it. Or you realize I've got a lady who doesn't do computers or anything. She rings me up. She's so sweet. And she will say, oh, I think it's time for another essence. Right. Oh, <laughs> and that's she will cute, ring though. up and we'll have a chat. And But with her, I carry things across. So she has like a bit of a foundation that she always has in. Red chestnut, which is for over a worrying about everyone else. So probably lots of people <laughs> would benefit from some red chestnut. And then other things we put in depending, you know, so you can combine them. Some traditionalists of bark essences would throw their hands in the air and be horrified but 
I think things have moved on, you know, and, he, and Edward Bach, he made the essences in 1930. He was a, he was a um, doctor and he was looking for ways of helping with emotions. So that, that, that was in 1930 and he knew there would be other ones coming in and he gave away how to do it, what to do, because he just said sort of learning the knowledge is one thing gifting it to others is like the next step, you know, um, and making your own essence is, is a beautiful thing to do. Um, and that was partly what inspired me to do more and to take it out more when I showed a friend how to do it and her face just lit up when we were doing it. And I was like, wow, that's how I feel. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so cool. So, so that kind of affirmed to me, do you know what I mean? That, okay, yeah, I'm a little bit nutty. I get that. But actually... <laughs> that's what I feel on the inside what you're showing me so yeah you know and and the same thing with the bowl when it goes kind of thick and you're like what's doing that how is that you know I think water holds memories is the quantum physics and I I did a thing of flower essence at the weekend there was a conference and the guy was talking about metaphysics and all this kind of thing and I couldn't write fast enough So I need to wait for the replay to come out to finish the end bits. But he explained and I was like, oh, wow, they do really know, don't they? There is some laws and reasoning, but you don't need to know that. Do you know what I mean? And my favourite is if you give it to animals, they will pick. I had some in my pocket one day when I went to my friend's Pilates studio and we were chatting about things and the dog came and was really interested in my pocket and I and I went oh I've got essences in there and I laid them on the floor in a semicircle and he went up and he picked it up and he took it to his bed and I was like a big greyhound dog and I was like oh I wonder what he's took and we went to have a look and it was um, Star of Bethlehem which is for shock and in England on the 5th of November it's uh, bonfire night so we have lots of fireworks and it had been the 5th of November the day before and oh, he'd been so he's quite stressed. frightened yeah yes. so he knew so he took it so we put some in his water and pets are brilliant they love it our dog when it's not feeling well it will have pear essence and when it's feeling well it looks at you if you get the pear essence bottle out and go I don't need that <laughs> That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't wait to look into this because I have loved my pets and I'm fascinated by all that you are sharing. So Bev, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy that we were connected. And so what I'm doing at the end of each episode now that this now my podcast is your next stop instead of next stop crazy town. Next stop crazy town is dear to my heart. It was I was telling personal jewel like journal stories to help women get out of their crazy worlds and like laugh and be light. But this is total inspiration. I want people to to feel like you did something. It was scary. You stepped out of your comfort zone. You left a teaching job, but you felt that this is what your calling was. And I love that all the signs that you got, even though there was grief in those signs, you still continued. So what I am doing at the end of every episode now is I'm asking you, my guests, what does crazy town mean to you? It's really interesting because when I told people that I I was calling it Next Talk Crazy Town and they all just went, that's so apt for you. (laughs) (laughs) that's a great podcast so I think you need a little bit of crazy and you need to kind of keep a bit of that but you also need to not let everyone dump stuff on your head to lose that crazy you know that bit of joy and lightness and because the world can be harsh out there and we can't fight against everything and everyone but we can make a difference to one person you know and if we all do one person that's 
a lot of difference, isn't it? You know, and that's hence my phrase of be the change you want to see in the world. You know, if each one of us brings one little change, then, you know, we can change the world. I love that. That's beautiful. And so that's like what what you said is so crazy town to me is very endearing. It's my energy, my life, my world, my kids, my husband, my dogs, my extended family, my immediate family. I love the energy of crazy town. And I don't think of it as like a negative thing. I think of crazy town as like a wonderful love of just living and living life fullest and just having that happy joy, as you said. So Bev, I just wanted to thank you again so much for being on this podcast. Guys, definitely check out Bev. Go to her all of her sites again. Bev, can you just tell us what it is again? Yeah, so, so it was it break, Breakthrough From Within is my um, Facebook and Instagram and Breakthrough Essences is on Etsy. And there is one called Chaos Karma, which would be good for crazy time, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's for kids to bring a bit of flight relief. (laughs) Yeah, we got we got we got a lot of energy in my house. I'll tell you that. So Bev, thank you again so much. I so appreciate you taking the time and joining us for your next stop. Thank you. It's been wonderful to meet you and I look forward to uh, where it goes next. Yes, totally. So guys, if you like what you hear, please share, rate, review the podcast. And don't forget to tune in for the next episode of your next stop. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 